Hey, have you ever wondered what it's like to get to $20,000 per month in your ads agency? Well, Aaron Darjan, he's actually gotten there. He's done 20K last month and he's only been in business for one year now. So in this video, we're going to share some of the lessons that he's learned from getting to 20K in a single month in revenue with a 50 to 70% profit margin, depending on how you calculate it. And we're going to be sharing his best secrets, best lessons, best funnels if we have to, wherever the conversation tell, uh, takes us so that you can eventually repeat some of his success yourself and avoid some of the mistakes that he's made on his journey. So welcome, Arian. Hey, Alex. Nice to be here. Thanks for uh, taking the time. It's, it's nice to finally be able to speak to you one-on-one -on -one and give my lessons to the world. <laughs> Awesome. You've been in Business Mentor Insiders for a year now. What were you doing before that? Yeah, I was an engineer. Um, I was working in London as an engineer. Mm. Usual. It was like, it was quarter to nine till 5.30 gig, half an hour lunch break, commuting. Mm. Probably like, I was out of my home for probably about 13, 14 hours a day, just commuting back and forth because I, I live outside London. So I had to commute in. But yeah, I was an engineer, which wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, like uh, what type of engineer, in case people are wondering? Probably never heard of it. It's, it's a fire engineer. Basically, a I help. fire engineer. Yeah, I, yeah, I basically helped architects design buildings so they were fire safe and so that they didn't, so if there was a fire, no one would die essentially. In London, oh, right? Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I'm not going to say here anything about London, but um, <laughs> I love London. Tremendous city, great people when we go there. So, by the way, everyone watching this, if you're new to this channel, my name is Alexander Vitkin, as I mentioned. So, we're doing these interviews regularly with members. We have hundreds of members, and some of them are like, Aaron, they have amazing stories. So we interview them. So if you'd like more free interviews about marketing, sales, entrepreneurships, especially focused on agencies, marketing agencies, and how to build a business, then subscribe and hit the little bell icon so that you get the notifications. But just to get back to the story here, Aaron, when you joined, were you already in business or did you just have to start from scratch? How did that work? Yeah, so I had, I had nothing. I'd, I'd kept, I was one of them guys that I was really keen to start a business. I knew as soon as I started my full-time job, about a month in, I was like, this isn't for me. I need to start a business. And I built like, I built two apps, tried to get them off the ground. I got scammed a few times by like people saying they were advertising. They never did. Got, I tried to build like a dropshipping store, like put so much effort into it. Like honestly spent thousands of pounds into my dropshipping store trying to get like off the ground. My margins were only 10% profit margin. Mm. I thought that was good at the time. I was like, wow, for every 10 pounds, like I, I get a pound back for every 10, 10 pounds sale I get. Yes. This is awesome. Winning. Um, obviously that's not the case. Yeah. It was absolutely terrible. And so I used to, I used to brag about, I made 15K last month and like my margin would be like a thousand pounds of profit or something it was like the most ridiculous thing i used to brag about it, it was ridiculous anyway yeah and then I, I just i didn't have my agency set up it was, i was completely fresh to, to the agency model interesting so you had learned some skills from drop shipping and you had a full-time job and how did you find room in between the full-time job and running drop shipping and all that stuff how did you find room in between that to build an agency it was difficult it was very much me working on trains so i used to commute into work which meant that i was on the train a lot um it also meant so i was able to do a lot of work then it also meant lunch times i'd literally sit there on my computer and do some more work and then when i get home in the evening again i'd, I'd, I'd do some more work and like i didn't really i didn't really get much sleep i was getting like maybe six hours sleep a night i wasn't in a good place that's really not good for me and i, and I absolutely hated it but i knew that every hour I spent working on my business was an hour that I wouldn't have to spend in my job because like mm -hmm. the faster I can get it going, the faster I wouldn't have to do it. I might like my job anymore, I can quit. So yeah, like I just juggled it. Like it was a bit hard. To be honest, I didn't do, I didn't really work weekends. I worked weekends sometimes, but I always, always try to avoid working weekends because like I want to spend time with my girlfriends, spend time with my family. So like I wasn't one of them guys that 
non-stop work i did have some breaks but yeah like i tried yeah it was just mainly during the week a lot of a lot of hours no sleep so you found a few hours in between you freed up some time how many hours were you spending on your agency then in the early stages when you had everything going at the same time yeah okay how many so, hours okay, so, so when i started my agency i didn't have the i stopped the drop shipping like i had a little oh, bit on the okay. side. I, I basically stopped that completely because it wasn't making me money like when i saw this agency model i was like wow like this can actually make me money and mm. i'm not too honest with you, i was really skeptical like when i first joined bmi and i learned the agency model i thought it was just another drop shipping course i thought it was just another drop shipping issue and i was just thinking in my head oh here we go again like and like more time wasted more money wasted but like obviously that's not the case right it's, it's actually good <laughs> the, 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 the bmi is actually decent um so yeah it was more about once i quit my drop shipping um, i just solely solely focus on my agency you slowly focus on your agency and what are, were the initial results what kind of stuff started happening so i actually joined in february 2018 right the start of february 2018 i officially become a member and in that time the first couple of months i was spending so I, I, on again on the train i was writing proposals i was doing like everything i could on the train to try and make it run and i didn't actually like because i wasn't putting enough time into it, interview i was only maybe putting 10 hours a week i know that we should be putting mm -hmm. more than that but i just struggled to find the time to put it in right it was only when like I, I got my first sale in two months and then it was actually like just before i got my first sale i quit my job even though I didn't have any sales at that point, I didn't know I was going to get a sale. I was like, you know what? I can't manage this like this anymore. I have to just make the leap. And uh, I can see that there are other guys in the, in the mastermind that were doing really well. Other guys that were able to yeah. get really good money. So I thought, well, this is the thing I need to do. So yeah, I ended up quitting my job before I actually had a sale. But luckily, the, the, the weekend that I finished my job was the weekend that I got my first sale. So it worked out well. Is it basically a couple, to answer your question, it was a couple of months in. At that point, when you quit your job, and you started focusing the majority of your time at your agency. What started happening then? So when I actually quit my job a while and started a while ago, I know, but you know, try to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It, it was it was completely different. So so for example, like it took me two months to get my, or even two to three months, I think, to get my first sale. Right. As soon as I got my first sale, quit my job. The following week, I think I got my first sale after like that week again, and then I think I got another sale a couple of weeks after that. That was like obviously huge for me, and yeah, that that was that was absolutely amazing. So in in my first month of going full time. Time, I got I got three three sales in total. And three sales worth how much approximately? They, they were worth fourteen hundred dollars each. Yeah. Okay. And then they were then yeah. okay fourteen hundred dollars times three. Got it. What type of business were you running? You were basically running an ad agency using our standard funnels, basically, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was using yeah exactly so the standard funnels. Um, and that I was running a Google Ads agency. Exactly. Oh, it was Google Ads. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Google yeah, Ads. Yeah. I, I forget who was doing Google and who wasn't. I, I forget. I, I, yeah, that's fine. I remember there was, this, well, there was this whole group of people joined and we told all of them to do Google Ads. And a lot of them are still in there, actually. Yeah, who, it was successful. I think during the same time, Daniel Camille. Uh, Camille? All of them? Wow. All, who, who is Daniel, it? Daniel Grinchman. Daniel yeah, Grinchman. Yes. Um, Manfred's come back. He was Google Ads. Yes, yes. So, so I think um, everyone, that's almost everyone that I remember actually, unless you I think there may be a couple more that, that did, I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, quite a lot of people. We should uh, recommend more people to do Google Ads. That's interesting. So what happened after that? So you, you got good sales, you quit your job, you were focusing most of your time on business. And what happened in the next, let's say, six to eight months? There was a few months where with any business, like when you start business, your, your whole mindset and everything is always, mm. what if I, like you haven't got a job anymore. Like you've got no security, like security, whatever that means, right? Mm. I, had, I had no security anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there are months where you would go like two, three weeks without a sale. And I'd be like, oh my God, everything's broken. I'm never going yeah. like, to make money again. I'm going to have to go get a job or whatever it is. Um, and there are several months where you do get worried by, by that. So that, that's like, 
what I found in myself is that there are days where I could wake mm-hmm. up and I just feel super like worried and anxious about things. And then what I soon realized though is it was just a phase. Like after like an hour or even after a day or whatever it is, that would go. And suddenly I'd start feeling happy and I'd realize what's actually going on and that, that I am going to be successful with this. Um, so that's just something, just a side note like that I went through a few times. Um, but in the end, like all I did was implement. I, I joined the instructor's calls. I listened to all their advice. Like there are guys in the group that are absolutely killing it. I listened to their advice on what I should do when I should do it. Mm. And so within six months, I hit my first $10,000 month, which was really cool. I hit $10,000 in revenue, which was really exciting. Yeah, from there, it's, just, it's carried on growing. Obviously, it's, it's more stress trying to run the business. But yeah, now, now we're starting to automate and it's getting even better. But yeah, within six months, I hit, I hit the $10,000 mark, which is amazing. Okay, that's really good. Yeah, that's exactly on track, uh, in my opinion. How would you compare this and the, the speed that you learn things and just the support compared to just taking some course online. I'm going to rant about this because the, the, the courses online, like I was one of the guys that you see mm. the, the Facebook ad for the guy that's got the Lamborghini and he goes, hey, see that Lamborghini? Guess how I got that? I sold socks on my Shopify store. And he like shows up his laptop and he's like, oh, his thing. And it's just like, and it's the most frustrating thing because like I used to fall for that. I used to be like, oh my God, he got Lamborghini. Like, let's click on it. And like these courses, they're not even cheap. Like they're not even cheap. Some of these courses are like, one of the courses that I paid for like 3,000 USD, right? And for a course that's like some mass produced like bullshit thing that like the guy makes more money selling the course than actually like, making money in it. like and, and, and people are naive like, like you see it you see the dream you see the Lamborghini you think that that's going to be me I can't wait you happily invest mm. like I say invest you happily throw the money away to try and become like one of these guys that has the Lamborghini and then you soon realize that actually it's just like maybe 10% of the people that do that are actually successful even five, probably less than that probably like 1% of the people that actually buy that course get near that position everyone else just like it doesn't work there's no there's no support there's no one to they just give you a course and say yeah now, now go with it if it doesn't work like, they don't care they got their money like who, who gives a sh- like, I don't know if I can swear, but who gives this, right? And so it puts you then in a position where you're like, it actually does work for you because then you think, oh, no one's going to work. Like before I joined BMA, when someone was telling me about BMI, I was like, nah, it's one of them courses again. Like I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like I've already wasted thousand dollars or whatever, three thousand dollars, whatever it was. Um, like I'm not looking for this thing anymore. And luckily, the guy that actually like that got me into BMI, he did a very good job at showing me that it's not the case and he was really effective at doing that and so then I soon saw that this isn't like we actually have instructors calls you have a Facebook group where you can sit there and ask any question at any time and you've got people that make like $50,000 a month $100,000 a month some people make like millions of dollars in that group and you have access mm. to their brains. Like you can actually ask them questions directly and they will help you. And you have access to that mentorship. You get accountability, but like, I feel like I'm selling it now. You should be paying me. Okay. You get accountability <laughs> partners. You get like instructor calls. Like if people that are doing the same thing, like there's it, so much in there that actually helps you. And there's so much support that, that drives you like to, to these levels that I'm talking about. What happened after you got to 10K? <laughs> like let's focus on the lessons for, for business. Sorry, let's focus sorry. on lessons. So yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. after you got to 10K? So you got to 10K and how did you get grow from 10 to 20? Let's talk about that. Okay. That's what happened yeah, in so six months, right? The month of October, I hit 10K. The month of November, I didn't get any new sales and I dropped to 5K. Yeah, that was really hard for me because like, I know like people are gonna be watching this, like you made $5,000 a month like, and you're moaning, like don't be so ungrateful. But when you go from $10,000 a month in revenue to then $5,000, like it takes a real hit on your pride. And like, I got there sitting there thinking like, again, like what if this isn't for me? What if it doesn't work? Like what if I get a job? Mm. Like, about even like I haven't got a family but my future family like 
Yeah. Or like, am I going to be at like $2,000 a month for not being able to provide My for them? Like, what is going to be? children. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that though, right? And How are they going to live? Like, I'm only making almost <laughs> six figures in my first year in business. How are they going to survive? Yeah, it's yeah. Ridiculous. And, and I remember being on the plane to, on the, on the plane to, on the plane to Bali and I was like, just sitting there like thinking about what's happened and I was like nearly crying. Like it was a much ridiculous thing, but it, it happens, right? Anyway, so when that happened, I soon like fixed my business. I fixed my process. I fixed the way I was bringing on clients. You've got to be super careful about like, you don't get caught up in this thing where you think you're amazing because you make 10K. Like this ego becomes like a part of you and you've got to cut it out. Like as soon as it happens, because it's just going to damage your business and screw you over. So from there, I sat down with myself, had a good conversation. I had some of my mentors that around me, which I asked them questions. They helped me. I soon realized my problems. Um, and then the month after, bang, got straight back up to 10K. So um, now I got to like 13K. And then I soon realized that my prices were way too low. It was a point of me being like, look, the service that I'm providing is worth way more than like $1,000 a month or $1,500 a month, whatever. And so now we're charging, for example, I closed a sale earlier in the week, but this week uh, it was $6,000 sale. And that was for Facebook ads, Google ads combined. So $3,000. Mm. And that's still, to be honest with you, that's still quite cheap. Like three, that's the two services, $3,000 yeah. per service. Um, and it's a $5,000 a month retainer. So every month they pay us $5,000 now for managing their Facebook and Google ads. This is a really good position now. Now I can charge these sort of prices. It, it feels amazing. Like I can actually grow like beyond just the, the small numbers now. And now we're, like I said, we're pushing to 20, 30K now. What you said also was you were crying about how little money you were making while flying to a paradise island to spend two weeks <laughs> on a holiday. <laughs> Uh, is that what you're saying, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think this is like, wait, 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 hold on one second there. Um, what? <laughs> no, no, no that sounds, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just sorry. kidding. I know it sounds ridiculous, but like when, when no, you no, think, like fine. when you're in a position, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's very sad. Yeah, it's terrible, terrible. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I get it. it when it goes down a little bit for a month, okay, it happens to everyone. It's a little bit. It's, sad. it's also I'm 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 very passionate about client my client's results as well. I really want to yeah. make sure I can help them the best they can. And so if for some reason like uh, I've got a little bit of a problem with a client and they don't think we're doing the best, like then it really happens. When it does, that really affects my 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 me personally as well. And that was also combined with it. Like I had a client that was like there get a bit upset about the results like because they i didn't set their expectations properly i thought they'd be getting better than they were like it was my fault the ultimately um and then again like i had that as well and it just like the whole thing just made me feel a bit like that but yeah <laughs> but when you put it into your context it does sound a bit silly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just messing with you so then you get to 20k so what are some lessons like how can someone who's just starting out now how can they get there faster join the mass friend guys okay we all know that's also part of this but what else can they do apart from just joining the freaking mastermind and following the process and getting coached? What else is there? Okay. So I'm assuming that someone's, I'm assuming you're asking me is if you've got someone sitting next to you now, yes. they literally just joined the mastermind and they're like, Hey, Aaron, like what can I do to, to improve my chances? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Right. Whoever you are next to Alex, right? What you have to be doing is like, I see it often in the group. People dabble, right? They think that they can just join a mastermind like this, sit there on the sidelines, like not ask any questions, but somehow absorb knowledge on calls or or just they're just going to read the facebook group and absorb knowledge and that that's not going to happen you, you have to be actively going out there and implement you can't just sit there and and wait for knowledge to to come to you right so mm -hmm. you are, there are people in the group that i'll speak to right and they'll be like oh about how many like how much work have you done this week to try and increase the chances or whatever and they'll say oh um well i spent like a couple of hours at lunch one one week uh, and i still haven't made 10k i'm like well of course you haven't bloody made 10k like you need to be putting in the effort so okay let me go yeah. to some lessons let me break this down right first thing you have to actually implement like what the coaches tell you 
and that what people are advising you, these guys have done it before. Listen to them. You have to actually implement and do as they say. Yeah. The second thing is you need to be constantly learning, constantly asking questions. You can't just sit there and hope to absorb information. You need to ask questions in a, in a way that it will help you learn. Like, implement, write down questions, then ask the questions. Implement, write down questions, ask them. It's like a feedback loop. And then what will happen is you'll continuously improve over, over, and over again. And if there's a third thing, like they're the, to be fair, they're the two biggest things, just asking questions and implementing. Um, the third thing I'd say is don't just try and get clients for the sake of it. Make sure that when you bring on a client, you're actually like confident you can help them. The problem is you, you become like a kind of like a cheap salesman if you just take on any client and you have no standards and you just want every sale or whatever, right? You can't be like that. You've got to have your own standards and you've got to make sure that you actually do make the client important. Otherwise, in the long run, if you don't help the client, your business is never going to succeed. You have a bad reputation, it's never going to work. So you have to always make sure you're giving the best to your clients and doing the best because then they retain and you have the recurring income and it works really well that way.